Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Truly Rotten Potatoes. Firstly, we'd like to apologize for last week's broadcast. It was really hard to hear. Obviously, anyone who made it to the end heard that we offered $1,000 to someone who finished it. No one emailed us, so I think uh, no one made it. Sorry to the subscribers we lost. Sorry to the sponsors that we lost. But we're back and we're sounding good. We lost that Raycon. Raekwon. Raekwon. He Raekwon was going to yeah. sponsor the show. So this episode is brought to you by Truly Rotten Potatoes, the podcast where Canberra's four most handsome movie critics talk about the films that have 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. And this year, well, this episode, we watched a film from 2003, I want to say. Some would say the best year of history. And it was called National Lampoon's Gold Diggers, a direct-to-DVD comedy movie. Now, we can give you a bit of backstory about National Lampoon for those who don't know. It was started as a satirical magazine. Uh, Yale University. Harvard, I believe. A spin-off Yale. from the old Harvard Lampoon by Doug Kenny. And then it turned Oxford. into a big thing that Oxford? had TV Oxford. shows Oxford. and we got any magazines. Cambridge over here? Cambridge? This was definitely American. Monty you can Python watch... What was the movie on Netflix it about was, Doug Kenny? It was Kenny? called uh, A Stupid and Futile Gesture. gesture. Yeah, yes. uh, David yeah, Wayne. Uh, David Wayne and, and Joel, the Stella Joel McHale plays Chevy Chase. That's right. Which is, so wait, the so National is, Lampoon. Is that actually good? That's pretty good. Yeah, I like. It's about it. the, I liked watching it's about it, the yeah. guy who started National yeah. Lampoon. Yeah, yeah. and then so they made this magazine, and then they became really big, and then they started making movies, and they did the, so the Caddyshack. How big did the magazines get? Were they like? Uh, lots of or? multiple pages, color articles. Yeah. We're Wait, talking advertising, we, not novelty. Sorry, though. guys. Just sorry they to backtrack. They shut down the rest of Yale University just to just run their magazine. Wow, that's okay. Cool. Do we do we introduce ourselves on this podcast anymore? That's yeah, gen- but firstly, people Deadpool need to understand the history of the <laughs> so lampoon. Out, we need okay? to know what the lampoon is, right? So we go. I'm not at. Fucking Harvard. Like, Brooklyn, <laughs> you don't need a. You know, I'm not here to learn. Please. If you had Yale. gone, they would have taught you. National Lampoon <laughs> was started by Chevy Chase in 1978. They made a magazine, they kept getting bigger, and then they couldn't fit it in. Then they were Yale. making movies. And then they made right? like, Animal House and Caddyshack. No, Crackershack. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Australian Make uh, wing. And then they went into these vacation movies. Skates. So when people hear National Lampoons as a, as a movie the title, title, they think that vacation movies. Yeah. So you might think, oh, Gold Diggers, is that like the eighth <laughs> vacation movie? The answer is no. It's just under the same umbrella that went from making vacation movies to making these like direct-to-DVD kind of college sex comedy American Pie type rip-offs. Sex and that's wrong. where you we land in 2003. Sex wrong. Does the movie touch on how like the name gets tarred and like dragged through the mud and stuff no doug kenny dies before that happens so maybe that's yeah yes doug kenny (laughs) all-stars with tim ferguson is that his name yes don't forget your toothbrush don't forget your teeth don't forget your toothbrush and two other men paul mcdermott paul mcdermott paul mccartney and mr squigglehead i know Mm. what you're talking about the sandman the sandman oh the sandman What, what are we talking Doug about? Anthony the Doug Anthony Allstars. What the fuck is that? That's a comedy the, the, group that Morgan just trio. listed oh, that the was members a, from. Yeah. It's uh, Good Newsweek. Uh, they went on to Good Newsweek. So wait, you're telling me Tim Ferguson and Paul McDermott were in... Like, oh, that's and, a and horrible they were guy. Very <laughs> close friends. That's how they came up. Yeah. They, that's how they... That, I just the thought, thought they were, like, they I thought they they were equally you. as annoying to me because they're so similar. But they're so similar and equally annoying to me because they came up together. Because they went to A&U and started a comedy They lived in our... 
like city. national just lampoons like national at Yale. Lampoons. No. And so we've, we've it's come good full news. circle. Week. Fuck, Back that guy's to... voice just annoys me. It's so good news. Oh. Do you think he's hey, sung? and welcome to another oh. good news week. <laughs> he probably did sing the theme song, right? He oh, he did, yes. He a bit of no, a that's, song. Oh, yeah, that's him. He was a song and dance. Because what was the band? He was in a band, right? The Doug Anthony Allstone. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's a terrible name for a band. Who and why, why are they called that? I don't know. Don't know. I guess anyway. that was their, I think that was their dad's name. Anyway, I'm Declan. Welcome to the show. Who else we got? John. Uh, Paul. <laughs> and Ringo. Uh, it's me, your boy Hayden Quinn. Just a quick little shout out to all the honeys out there in Radio Land. I want to say a special smoochy smooch to you. Like Mash to say, those potatoes. I know that we're not that podcast anymore, but I would like to say hello to the Tomato Files. Yeah, because it's still been a out while. There. Yeah, I think they're still out there. Just because we're not out there with the same name doesn't mean they're not still out there Mm. listening. I think a lot of them refuse to make the transition to the new show. Yeah, Yeah. they're they're still waiting on that salsa sponsorship. They need to be chevied along. Is that an expression? Did you know what sucks? Did did Old El Paso ever respond to you? Old El Paso did respond, Mm. right? They just just said stop emailing. (laughs) But but that's the thing. Like they were like, yeah, well, like this is fun. We'll pass it on, and then. We get that that damn Cease claim and ah. and, uh, mm. and scared them off because they their potato salsa did not yeah, go had well. them all. Now the hold book. on, is it possible that Old El Paso got your request for sponsorship for our old podcast, Truly Rotten Tomatoes, and then said, "Yeah, we'll pass this on We're gonna have to, to the company that. Rotten Tomatoes, and they will fucking bring you down." Oh. And is that how it happened? This is going to be a minefield of beeps and bumps because I'm going to have to censor every time you say tomato. We can't even say the word tomato anymore. Do you think the reason that, like, <laughs> sorry, it's just clicking for me that our abuse of the trademark rotten tomatoes, like, allegedly, has, allegedly, has, allegedly, alleged, is yes. cool. We've like, is the reason that don't worry about it. <laughs> what what the reason so, we, that, that, that we so lost cool. a, a, that we, that we lost our life savings? Yeah, is that why? Look, like, the, was it just a coincidence, or do you think the SEO on that name is good? I think it was all based on the quality of our show. That's okay. where all our fans came. And the fact that we changed the name and none of the fans followed us <laughs> mm. is just bad luck. Yeah. 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 It's think... an SEO thing. It's a Google search thing, I yeah. think. Yeah. I think uh, I've only gotten good responses on truly rotten potatoes. Okay. So, I mean, on the name. Uh, oh, okay. Not on the quality of the podcast. No, no, no. That's, that's severely dropped. That's, uh, we'll drop <laughs> dropping the ball, guys. Now, the podcast is stronger since the name change. I think that, look, I I think I'm the best member of the podcast. Oh. What You're in the top three. <laughs> oh, cool. Ringo thinks he's the best. Yeah. Yeah, what a he's surprise. He's going to say that to... Why, don't, this why don't we talk poor. this out? Who, who, what do you, who do you guys think is the best I reckon the it's. I think it's me. I reckon it's... Uh, i got to be honest. I think it's me. I think I'm pretty good, though. I think it's, it's me. I think we all bring different <laughs> things, and I just happen to make, bring the most of them. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, and the then we quantities. distribute them best. I think that we all <laughs> yeah. have our own our own strength, uh-huh. and it's equally represented but amongst I am overall, the four of I'm us. I'm the strongest. Yeah. No, you're the physically the strongest, and mentally, mentally the and weakest, emotionally. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Morgan, yeah, yeah. you're the only one who cries after almost every episode. No, yeah. that's just because I care. 
It's because you gave so much to the show. It's because I have to listen to it and edit it together and <laughs> change the pitches of your voice because you Look, always insist that you sound too feminine. I like that this has stoked up a little bit of conversation. So let's go a little bit deeper into more controversial questions. Who do you think has the blackest pants in the room right oh, now? Oh, don't. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And it's because of your boots that offset your pants that mm. you think it's going to offset... And just My how heart. white your skin is as well. <laughs> yeah. The contrast. The pasty, pasty white. I gotta say, yeah, I mean, your, your your pants aren't even as black as your shirt, man. Look at how yeah. black these pants are, man. Like, this if you're is listening to this right now and you do want to vote on who your favorite member of the show is, we're on Instagram. Text 191933. If you think Morgan's Gmail. pants are the juiciest. Wait, are we voting for who's the best or who's got the juiciest pants? I mean, just send us <laughs> anything. Juiciest pants. Send us anything. Give us 13, some correspondence. You know what I really like that about 30, dark 13, pants? 32. Um, dark pants are good because you can um, piss on yourself. Mm. And no <laughs> you one will you know. can piss and poo your pants <laughs> on Isn't the almost that, daily. Yeah. Isn't that the joy? You're wearing, you're wearing tan pants. Mm. You go to the toilet. You piss all over your pants. Yeah. That's you look bad. in the mirror. Yeah. You're like, oh, and you got to... You know, wipe water yeah, all over it worst. to make it. Just, oh, sorry. That's the, sort of the kind the of paper thing. towels were out. Black pants, mm. just pissing your pants. Hey, yeah. black pants reminds me of Black, black Panther. Panther. Oh, I love the Black Panther. Mm. Did you mm. hear that he passed? He passed. Yeah. Passed wind. Wind. And <laughs> speaking of passing wind, that was plenty of that in the potato that we reviewed tonight. <laughs> Um, which hey, was... who do you think's got the biggest glasses? <laughs> yes. No, who do, you, who do you think passes the most wind out of us for? No, go um, on, Morgan. That segue was great. Sorry yeah. to accidentally so, over. So you, no, it's all right. National Lampoon's Gold Diggers. Gold Diggers. Do you remember I mean, how it started? It we watched starts, it together. It starts with two guys describing their lifestyle in Las Vegas over a montage of images of them enjoying those those same yeah. enjoyments in There's Las Vegas. There's a little animation and it was like, there's three things that matter in life that I care about. Sex and money and love. Or was it love and money and sex? Or Like that was the opening joke, right? Yeah. yeah. He, he couldn't prioritize the three mm. things that he uh, felt were important it was, in his life. At that moment, I knew I was going to love this film. Mm. And they're orphans and they're best friends, I think. They don't have any mummy or daddies in the Yeah, future. they're both problem children. Yeah. And then I got like... like I they, they had parents, but they were like, my mum met my dad at a rock concert and con- uh, their relationship from meeting to conceiving me to breaking up was two hours long. That was oh, that yeah. kind of, yeah. That, that was definitely a Wait, line are they twins, then, these kids? No, nah, they're just separate. They both had... Separate marriage. Like separate. The, he was like, and my best friend uh-huh. Cal, his mum got banged in a toilet stall and then he was born. Oh, so they I just thought both they were had brothers. Lives. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nah. But then they had a brief little little thing where they were like, oh, we got raised by this, this nun, wolf. And yeah. I was like, that, yeah, it's w- one of the first things tying it to another rotten, to, uh, rotten potato yeah. film, Problem Childs. Yeah, but the nun mm. didn't have any role later no, on. Like no, you thought uh, that she might yeah. have some sort of. But some, I was just—I just thought it was interesting that like the start of that was pretty similar to that. I mean, who was the actress that played the nun? She looked familiar to me. Was it Umbridge from Harry Potter, or like uh, some some, some, some crusty old lady? You know Harry man. Potter. You guys know Harry Potter. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we went to school together. You guys have heard of Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I touched him. You touched him. Yeah. Good lord. Yeah, he was older than me, though, so it was okay, because he asked me to. <laughs> well, there's a lot of touching in Quidditch. Yeah, 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 because it was a no-contact thing, but, you know, he had the, the big old snitch, you know what I mean? Just passion. Yeah. 
You're late for your potion. Okay, hold on, Ron. I'll be there in one second. I just got to talk to Snape. <laughs> Ron Weasley. Dad, is that you? Yes, it you is. Passed away in the car crash. No, I'm back. And this time, Misa hungry. Oh no! Where's your brother, Cup Cup Binks? He should be. He should be keeping an eye on you at all times. Does Charge Up Binks ever say Misa horny? Misa horny. Yeah. Ow. Didn't you see the crossover with Austin Powers? No. It was incredible. But that was Gold okay. Member. This is Gold Diggers. Gold Diggers is the name of this national lampoon. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. So, quick background. It stars the Shermanator from the American Pie movies. Uh, it yeah. stars. That was the main redhead dude. Who's Sean William Scott's character oh, really? in that movie? In that franchise. That's Stifler. Stifler. Okay, that's yeah. what I kept thinking. No, it's Shermanator. I've okay. never seen any He's of like those the nerdy pie guys. Movies. I've never had a piece of the pie, as they Spoiler, say. Spoiler, fuck's a pie. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about doing an Australian one where um, a guy fucks a cob loaf and he's like, well, I was going to stick me dick in this meat pie, but it would have burned me ball skin off. What are you guys talking about Australian <laughs> pie? Cob-loaf. Did you fuck this cob loaf, Jim? I think, yeah, yeah. Australian meat pie. There you go. Yeah, that's, that's a good punch up. Yeah. That's the go. one. That'll do it. That'll, that'll do it. Australian meat pie. Yeah. His dick is or, you know, Australian sausage roll. Now we're getting yeah. somewhere. Now we are getting somewhere. What about Australian Vegemite? Because that's what we call yeah. sausage rolls. We call them Australian <laughs> sausage rolls. Just going down to the bakery to get an Australian meat pie. <laughs> do you want an Australian sausage roll while you're at, while I'm down there? Yeah, and we all fuck sausage rolls mm. in Australia. What about Australian lamington? What about the movie? What about what the, the, movie? About the movie? movie? What the hell just happened? <laughs> uh, yeah, don't let these guys do what they try and do. They're trying to derail do it, Donnie, just like us. they did the derailed episode of the show. The two um, main characters in this movie are called Lenny and Cal. Who's Cal, so? Who? What is Cal played? In Cal any, was in. in oh right, was he in Boy Meets World? He was in Boy say? Meets World, and then I think he's just like a voice actor he in does, a lot of things. Yeah, he's he's in the Guardians of the Galaxy cartoon. He plays Star Lord, which is a snarky kind of I'm glad uh, that witty they character. That off into a cartoon. Yeah, I'm glad because after I saw the first movie and didn't watch the second one, I I was just looking for a cartoon version of it to watch. Yeah, and they're kind of not connected, but they look the same. Yeah, well, as long as I still get to enjoy uh, Candor and nope. Tree Buddy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, all your friends are there. And all my buddies. Rhonda. Anyway, Lenny and Cal. The, is that, the Simpsons wimp. had been on for like 14 years by the time mm. this movie was made, so is that a reference to it or is it just like a... Classic, you, like I don't actually I'm know the answer you, to the question. Well, then don't look at the me when I'm asking. But yeah. I think it was uh, more a nod to of mice and men's Lenny and, and the, George and yeah, I don't know who Cal was. Cal was from a Cal separate, Wilson. Separate, yeah, it was Cal Wilson <laughs> yeah. and Lenny from mice. They were watching Good News That's Week, what, and they were like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> two separate nods uh, to two separate entities. So the story of this movie is we got these two dickheads that grew up in an orphanage. They're best friends. They're basically, they want to be rich, they want to have sex, and they want to fall in love. And they, mm. So they want the American dream or what they consider to be the American dream. Yeah, they don't want to be riding the bus with, with all the... All the yeah, all they the make that very clear. They're people. sitting on the bus and they're like, we shouldn't be here with these losers on the bus. And then a guy next to them just looks at them like, hey, uh, yeah, he's and then calling me a loser. Either Cal or Lenny says, nice hat. 
Yeah, I like I, I like your hat. He does say that. Yeah. So they they don't really have a plan to do this. They just do very petty. Yeah, they think like petty they crime rob is people the way in the that street. Get yeah, out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, is that part of the American dream? I forget. Well, I don't it's think been they, they just want to get to the end point of the. I mean, like it's it's a childish kind of like teenage boys kind of thing. It's like, well, it's a childish babes and a mansion and um, yeah. all the money and stuff, right? So, so if you're writing that movie. <laughs> Do you what? believe that <laughs> philosophy? It is. It's it, a it childish was, Gambino. It was hanging in the air and I, I really... I hate that fucking pseudonym so badly. <laughs> childish Gambino? What, what does it mean? It came from it a Wu-Tang It was a Wu-Tang oh, really? oh, of course it is. I don't like the sound of it. Childish I hated, Gambino. I Gambino's to, a mafia family. I tried family. to get my rap name from it and it was like Professor Dickhead or whatever. <laughs> I was like, oh. You're like, oh, do I have to do it? It's oh. so fucking shy. Yeah. I'm so angry about it. Anyway, I really think about this when I watch movies like this. The philosophy of the main characters mm. is like, all we need to do is get rich, right? Yeah. Which a lot of people believe in. Or I don't know. Trying. I think that's like a very superficial way to live. But are the people writing this movie, do they subscribe to that belief as well? Are they like, well, I'm writing a character that follows no, my philosophy? It's not fucking, it's not um, Wolf of Wall Street, is it? Like, obviously, it's, it's two guys who are dumb and they're going to try and get money the dumbest way possible. Yeah. But they literally just rob... Like old ladies on the street. Because they're dumb. They're dumb. We're meant to think they're dumb, right? They grew up on the streets. They got yeah. no morals. I think they even say something about how they don't have any morals early on. Oh, and they grew up in an orphanage. Have you heard of the concept of the jester? Well, these two are a couple of jesti. Oh, the jester is an absolute agent of chaos. Have you seen the Batman films? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the jester. Oh, man. Mm, what does he say again? Do you want to know what I got on this <laughs> oh, face yeah. on my scars? <laughs> so many scars from my dad. <laughs> This oh, is a knife. The bells on my jester hat keep scratching my face, and the scars are from that. He always gives himself away. Yeah. Would you like to see an illusion with a pen? Oh, I've put it in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this yeah. squish. The craziest part is that Heath Ledger didn't put on an accent. He just did that in his Australian accent. Yeah. And so that character was quite weird for us Australians. He's like, you want to know how I got these scars, mate? I fucking, me dad used to chop me up with razor blades. It was fucking off. He used to be like... Hello, hello, Joker here. How how are you? That's my best. <laughs> Is Eric that a Banner knock, doing knock, knock? Oh yeah, it's Chopper. That was, that was always get confused between in like superhero stories between the Jester and the Riddle Teller. They're like <laughs> uh, su- like they're so similar. The, the they, Kitty are they, are they both from Bat? Yeah. the Bat Boy. Times yeah, Bat- from the Bat Boy trilogy. Uh-huh. Bat Boy, Bat Guy, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Nolan, Chris Nolan, <laughs> the Chris Nolan Bat Boy trilogy. What about the polar bear? Is it that little guy who waddles around? Oh, uh, yeah, the penguin, Daniel oh, Daniel DeVito, Daniel Day DeVito, Daniel Day Lewis, Daniel Danny Delicious, yeah, Daniel Del DeVito, John Corden, Van Dino, Van Dino, ah, childish Dan Vino. Now we've come full circle. All right, so yeah, so the movie is. Hold on, I heard Christopher Nolan was going back and doing like a special edition of all his old movies, like George Lucas would do, where he'd add CGI, but make them more in line with his taste now, which just means he makes the vocals inaudible. Got him. He's remixing, he's remixing the audio and just dropping the dialogue track. That's a hot take. Anyway, That's the sorry. sound they make. They're when in Las Vegas. Burns. Oh, I've got one more. I've got oh. one more stupid one. You guys got to do like four each. <laughs> I got one. You know that well, you movie. You should have jumped in when it was time to do it. <laughs> We're back on track now, Declan. This isn't silly time, Declan. <laughs> you know that movie where uh, there's a guy and he's in Las Vegas and he sees this um, 
competition. It's like a piece of paper on the wall that says, how low can you go? It's like a limbo competition, <laughs> but he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. And he's played by Johnny Depp and yeah. um, he's too scared to do it. Uh-huh. And the movie's called Fear of Low Things <laughs> yeah. in Las Vegas. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's good. Fear of Low Things in Las Vegas. That was pretty good. I wish I hadn't uh, figured out the punchline before you delivered it though. <laughs> It could have been. That's really your good. fault. I know. Okay, now make I wish the... my big brain wasn't so quick. <laughs> now do the setup for this punchline. The Dark Knight. What about the Duck Knight? <laughs> Quack. Quack. Yeah. Oh, what about what about what about uh, what, what about set up? You said duck night. Yeah. They both yeah. said quack. Yeah. <laughs> quack. What? Quack. quack. Holy alliteration, quack, quack man. Uh, what about what about uh, uh, a slowpoke um, voiced? Uh, no, no, no. The <laughs> guy owns a slowpoke mm. and it's played by Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. But then he gets bitten on the head by a shelter <laughs> and it's called Fear of Slow King. <laughs> where was the fear? You didn't, you yeah, didn't say that he was fear? scared. That's the key point. You say, and, and That's and why someone, I couldn't yeah, figure it out quick enough. It. I didn't <laughs> want to tip him off. <laughs> what about... Well, no, he's afraid because it used to be just a slowpoke and now it's, mm. it's like Aiden's I remember like what you've done. like a joke detective over here. <laughs> a regular quack man. What if, what if it was all the things you just said, but also like he couldn't get into Las Vegas because he'd lost all his papers and it was like fear and slow king plus lost papers? Ah. It's, you've taken uh, one too many steps away. What if it was uh, one uh, too many uh, steps? Uh, uh, All right, so these guys, they're, they're out on, in they Fear and Loathing, be Las rich. Vegas, and they're trying to steal handbags, and mm. you can tell they're going down the wrong track. Did we already and, talk about how they pull someone's arm off? Oh, That's yeah. the first handbag, right? So they mm. convince the Shermanator to uh, steal an old lady's purse as she's walking down the street, broad daylight, not a very creative plan. He grabs the purse, but he also gets a handful of ladies' prosthetic arm. Now, the prosthetic arm is very uh, soft. It's like a jelly arm. Mm. And Hayden made a really good point when we watched it, which was... See, not only can I pick up on jokes before they're delivered, but I can make good points during movies. On really bad movies. So he's like, if you have a prosthetic arm, why would you ever use the fingers of that to grasp (laughs) a handbag? handbag. You would use your real arm. Self-conscious, well, it, you maybe. can tell that they don't grip. Maybe she's got a bit of a chip on her shoulder. She's got something to prove. She wants to show the world. Oh, yeah, I'm disabled, but yeah. I can still carry a fucking bag. With the so disabled With arm. the disabled hand. And I can give my good hand to give you guys the finger mm. for right. doubting me. So she screams as as the stiffler steals the, her bag. <laughs> the stiff stiffler man. runs off with the bag. <laughs> and her arm. Uh-oh. And then he's freaked out by the fact that he's now holding an arm and he goes back to the woman and says, sorry. I'm calling him Stifler. Don't correct him. You'll make excuse it worse. me, but... Oh. Can we call him dude? And so then the, then the pie <laughs> with like <laughs> calm and semen all over it now is rolling down the streets yeah. with the arm in its mm. hand. Much like the uh, the block of wood at the beginning of Pinocchio was rolling mm. down the street yeah. trying to attack. Now him. I have seen American Pie as a teenager mm. and he does stick his dick in the pie and you see he the aftermath of the pie. Mm. He doesn't He didn't come in the pie though. I was just trying to really illustrate that it was the pie from American Pie. But I'm wondering if it would be better if he had come in the pie. In that movie. And then they called it Come in the Pie instead yeah. of American Pie, right? American, Australian Come in American the Pie. American Pie with cream. 
Okay, I've got I'm a two-parter cut. for you guys. Okay. What's the craziest food you've ever tried to uh, don't. fornicate with? And <laughs> I also, say, no, I totally did not see that. <laughs> um, what's the most amount of either prosthetic limbs or handbags that you've stolen? <laughs> and be honest. Uh, is that a genuine question? I because mean, I'll, take, tell yeah, you, I'll tell you. Take, take it as you will, mate. Yeah. Take it as you will. Oh, oh, this, guy, this guy's a fucking bastard. I'll answer the second him. question first. And then the second question. Uh, <laughs> right, listen, wonderful boys. We've got the Black Thunder just down the road. If you're anywhere near Black Mountain, then oh. uh, just come on over and you'll be able to find me. I've got tickets. All you got to do is answer one question. What's your favourite food to have fucked? It's a two-parter, though, because the second part is how many prosthetics and handbags have you stolen in the past 24 hours? We've got to Janine on the line. Janine, what do you say? What do you say, Janine? Hey, so uh, uh, the other day um, I stole uh, my husband's uh, prosthetic arm and I fucked it and I ate it. No, we got the Black Thunder down here at Black Mountain. And if you want to come down, we got free tickets to Skyfire and back to the show. <laughs> this is very right, camera centric. Are, are the tickets for Skyfire and for back to the show? Well, I've got the only two tickets to <laughs> Skyfire. Back to the show. It is a free event. If you <laughs> want to pay for these limited edition paid seats. And back to the show. Alright, alright um, You guys are so far from your mics I feel like I'm leaning I'm in I'm right okay. on my mic hey. I was just yelling really loud There was no way Alright um, Let's let's fly through a few key points Alright They so rob the uh, they pull rob, and petty crimes yep. They rob the hand they, they give the hand back She beats them with the mm. hand They get arrested They spend 33 days in prison But wait, doesn't Don't they do something uh, else When they, I go to Okay Yeah, they come out They try another one uh, they come okay. out of prison and they go, oh, do you remember what the, the nun at the orphanage told us about religion and stuff? Yeah, that inspires us to do the right thing. And then it cuts to one of them dressed as a Hasidic Jew, one of them dressed as a nun wearing female makeup, and they try and rob two old ladies. Uh, do they have a gun? Yeah, they have two guns. They, they both they have, have a they gun. They have pistols, they both right? Have, yeah. yeah. Or pistols, like handguns. Yeah. yeah. And then they, they, they rob the old ladies... But then what happens? The, she maces. Uh, that's right. Yeah. She maces uh, Lenny. And then they and tase. Then they, they tase him in the nutsack. Yeah. There was um, definitely. I'd say from the year two thousand to maybe it's still going. There was a lot of taser comedy coming out of America. Every mm. every movie, like a Will Ferrell movie, always ended up with someone getting tased. Yeah, that's the beginning yeah. of um, making the injuries more and more refined i think before that it was all just nads it was all being kicked in the nads having large things dropped on people's heads yeah that wasn't funny to people anymore it was becoming too real what happened we- was the industry of big tase got involved in hollywood and started like giving free tasers to everyone and yeah. so you know the jackass guys are tasing each other on mm-hmm. tour and rob riggle in one of those movies uh is that his name a lot rob, of money rob riggle. Yeah, rob riggle. yeah he gets tased by by jonah hill or something you guys know what I'm talking about. A lot of money about. for the, for the taser company. What's weird life. is that this this movie came out in 2003, which is like um, is three or, or four years fucked. before Taze on Day. Um, <laughs> and Chocolate Rain. And Chocolate Rain. Hit the street. Wait, is it before? Oh, yeah, right. That yeah. is before that. And, of course, oh. a couple of years after 9-11. So you can feel the 9-11 presence in this movie. There it's like, you know, if we're going to be attacked by terrorists, we, let's just get rich. Let's mm. live the American dream. Maybe that's why we couldn't understand the way they went about it. Um, so yeah, so so then they they're sent back to prison again. Again, that's right. They get caught and maced and stuff. And then the two old ladies are at home. They go to see their uncle, who is a uh, who is wealthy because their father 
ran uh, invented condoms i guess is the backstory which is and, but the but the uncle sense, has but, all of the yeah. money in a safe and so they go to the uncle they're like hey we're broke can we borrow some money he's in charge of the trust he has all of the money and he's also kind of uh, batshit insane and and believes he was in World War Two and is obsessed with war and wears all this war regalia and well, they're trying to talk to him like a human being. Hey, can we have some money? We're broke. And he's just talking about like D-Day and other shit. So they won't, he won't give them access to the money which is in the safe in his house. Well, because he is a syphilitic moron, yes. the syphilis that he had, they're saying that the syphilis has rotted his brain. Right. So he didn't and wear the condoms that his family invented? Yeah, exactly. Oh, he he resents the condom fortune, so he has it all for himself and, it, and he just... Yeah. Is, yeah, like... That's not literally said in the movie, but I've, I agree with Mitch's analysis. That's well, she says thinking. that he had syphilis. I put yeah. it together. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Do you guys know yeah, that Al Capone um, had syphilis, had syphilis in, in and it rotted his brain? Yeah. Yeah, so when he got to prison, they like found out he, they were like this like guy who's been running all the crime. Yeah. He's 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 an idiot. He 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 let syphilis rot his penis and brain. And that's why until... he got caught on tax evasion instead of for any of the murders and things that he was involved in. Yeah, Whoa. no, but apparently all of that was just really easy back then because that guy was a dipshit. What about Pinky Al Capone? Pinky, sort of like Pinky in the brain. It's not bad. Yeah. I think it's pretty bad. Oh. Was yeah. that meant to be Pinky and the brain? Yeah. <laughs> what about Red Simon's grill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you didn't listen to our last podcast yeah. because it was horrible sound quality, yeah, here's what we saw. Morgan here's, here's did introduce his new character. J.F.U. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. I did uh, introduce myself. To, nah, it's not happening tonight. Sorry, Pinky, boys. It's not there. Sorry, guys. Pinky Al Capone came from Indiana Jones. Which, what about Indy and the brain? You know? Indiana. All right. So what happens <laughs> is the ladies, the ladies go to their uncle. They don't get the money. And what they're like, I do, oh, we're Declan, broke. To convince you that both of those are good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the episode's long enough. <laughs> How about this? I'll say they were good so we can move yeah, on quietly. Like Hell yeah. There's got to be some sort of eyebrow waggle or like a, a sound like... If you make that sound after anything, I mean, oh. 20, 20% funnier. What about Pinky and the Brain? What? What about <laughs> what Pink Eye sound. and the Brain? Oh, see, now he's stooping to my level. <laughs> yeah. So these two old women, one of them played Pink by the brain Fran Fine's mother in The Nanny. If you yeah. guys ever seen The Nanny. Uh, Not Yetta, but the one in between. You know mm. how there's like the mother and then the mother's mother oh, yeah, and the nanny? Right. Yeah, no, she's so the so middle. She's, she, the, she's actually Fran's mother. Yeah, and then, yeah. 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 Um, so she's blonde and, and old and um, I guess has big breasts, which they make a few references yeah, to. I don't to do notice that. that kind of thing on women, um, only on men. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they, they don't get the money, so they read the paper. <laughs> Wait, that, rewind, rewind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's what he said. Morgan. Let's just move on from that one. That's what he said. They, they read the paper and they see that the two idiots who robbed them are in prison and they're like, oh, these guys were really dumb. Why don't we marry these guys, kill them and take their money, mistakenly thinking that the two main no, characters have no, no, money? No, 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 They're going to put out life insurance claims yeah. on these two guys. But you don't um, figure that out. Oh. Like You find that out after the fact, right? So there's like a good 10 minutes of you wondering why, what their motivation is for wanting to like mm. marry the two guys in jail. Yeah. It's money. The yeah. American dream. 
But then it's explained that both their motives are the same, or all four of yes. their motives are the same. Yes. So but then, also that there's sort of a leader amongst each duo, and the other one yeah. of the duo might just be sort of going along with it for along kicks. For so yeah. the two guys get released from prison because the charges are dropped by these two grannies, and then the grannies like, are like, "Come to our house, and we'll and we'll talk it out." And they, we'll they're meet. of granny age, aren't they? But do they yeah. have children? Do they? Have no, them? I don't think so. No, that's so, kind of. I mean. If you ask me, uh, we, I don't know we can keep going. Didn't. Yeah, no, I don't think anyone did. Okay, <laughs> keep going. Or? I'll do it. I'll do it at the end. I've got a, a good point I want to make about uh, people of a certain age um, and whether or not they should have. I really children feel like you're doing time. it now, though. No, yeah. I'll do it late. I'll do it at the end. Okay. Mm. Yeah. It feels right. like you've done most of it now, though. Do you want to just no, get no, the last no, bit no, out? No, that was just the. That was just the the summary, the, the trailer, yeah, yeah, the circumference. All right, well, we're nearly are at we the basic. Are we doing peripheries now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Let's do our peripheries. Hey, what's your peripheries? No, that's an epiphany. What you were doing just then? Okay. Having a good idea. Yeah. I don't know. Doesn't where. happen all that often, yeah. does it? Anyway, we're so close to just getting the the basic just, plot. Just getting the juice out of the, the care. The, the, we got the old lady couple and the young boy couple, and by young boy, they're like twenty years old or something. Yeah. One one's like a. I'm the man of the town. The other I one's like the Shermanator. Fuck. And the other one's the Shermanator. Yeah. yeah. Did we paint the... I don't think we painted the other guy so much, right? He's like... He is like the Stifler, kind of. Yeah, it is basically like so Stifler, Stifler and Stifler and Stifler. If you've yeah. seen Me and My Mates vs. The Zombie Apocalypse, then you'll remember Matt Pop played a character who was very similar to this character. Yeah. <laughs> if you know who Matt Pop is... If you know who Matt Pop it. is, you'll yeah. know what this movie's like. The only way you can know who Matt Pop is is by having seen that movie as well. So and we got two couples here. We got old ladies and young boys. They both have the plan of marrying one of the other. people in the couple and killing them or letting them die. The, the young people think the old ladies are going to die in six to 12 months mm. and the, the old ladies are like, we're going to have to kill these guys and then they'll get the money from each other. So yeah. they both inadvertently have the same plan, marry them, get their money. Neither of them have any money. Well, the... Uh, the, the Older woman, the elder women. How do you do that? The older two women's plan. The old broads. Mm. The oldies. Their plan is better than the any women. The oldies plan is better than the young. The old whores because they're actually going to try and like they've got a source for their income, whereas the the women are actually broke and so. But the women are pretending to be be fairly wealthy just to convince the the guys. So they have this really awkward date. Where the guys are like, oh, God, they're really old. And the women are like all propped up and wearing like, I don't know, lingerie yeah. or like no, just a nice dress, like really like well, doled up. Well, uh, uh, trying to seduce. Uh, Fran, Fran Drescher's mother. What's it, What's her name in the yeah, movie? Fran Should Drescher's I call it? Oh, whatever. Fran, Mrs. Fran's mother. Mrs. Oldie Fine. Mrs. Fine. What about she's, Oldie and the Brain? She's all, oh, come on, man. <laughs> she's Sorry. got a, her boobs like out and she's wearing like lingerie oh. but the other lady throughout the whole movie mm. is dressed like a little girl yeah right? yes. Weird. Yes. that's the the thing that threw me off because she's got the like yeah. weirdly weird straight hair and, and a bit of an overbite like the teeth are always out the yeah. whole the whole row top row well that's I'll, the only thing because if yeah if she didn't have that that slight idiosyncrasy to her appearance she, she wouldn't be half bad looking but the other one is disgusting <laughs> <laughs> She's meant to be. She's yeah. meant to be. Oh, they both are meant to be. And Fran's mum. I don't also... know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I really, I was really, um, I was really attracted to to every Sh- everyone. You Sherman, can... <laughs> uh, Stifler, uh, friend, friend, mum. 
Trailer. So you can see where this movie is going is that these two are going to continue to try and kill each other for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Neither of them knowing that it's an ill-conceived plan. Um, and they're and everyone's and really dumb, so they're really bad at it. Yeah, they keep so they, failing. Yeah, that, that's really all that happens. So, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, so the, like at the beginning, we may be fucking around a lot and padding it, but, but we need to. Yeah. There's like five more things that happen yeah. in this movie. There's yeah. not much. It takes a good 30, 35 minutes to get to this conceit, which is two couples trying to marry each other and then kill each other and not know that the other one's trying to kill them. And then it just does what movies do, which is like, all right, we'll do like three examples of mm. that, and then well, we'll before move that, on don't a bit. they fuck and then have a dream sequence? Oh wait, because yeah, yeah, they have true. to get married first. So the they married. Was, and so the on the night is fucking yeah. Great. On the night of the date, the everyone's awkward and hating each other, and they both like forcing themselves to do this because they're like, oh, this is gross. We're gonna hook up with these old ladies, and they're like, we're gonna hook up with these idiots just to get money. Okay, they're convincing themselves to do it. There's some really dumb jokes about like they eat, they offer some boiled lollies mm. to the young guys, and all the lollies are connected See, together like a big brick. That made me laugh because when I first saw the lollies, I was like, "Oh, they'd be all stuck together. That's mm. gross." And then he pulled the one lolly out and it brought them all with him. I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's you what were I right. thought." You oh, saw it coming. Again. True to form. True to <laughs> no, form. But I didn't think it would be a joke that they went for. I just thought. I, I just had the instant trigger thing of like, ew, yuck, yeah. Yes. And then together. they do about two or three minute scene where one of the characters has eaten a lolly oh, but is yeah. choking on it and everyone else is just ignoring him and having a normal conversation about getting to know each other and he's just pushing his throat and uh, trying to slide it down. Now, when I see that sort of thing on a screen, I just I can't stop myself from gagging, you know? Mm. I just sort of go into this... I don't know what it is. I guess a fugue mode. state. Yeah, I guess yeah, it's like comatose. A, I call it a fugue mode. <laughs> it's kind of my my thing. Fugue mode. Yeah, it's kind <laughs> of my thing. I go into fugue modes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, like you, you're wondering, is this guy going to die already? But no, he just punches himself in the chest, spits the lolly out, and at this point, I'm going, oh, it's going to go up one of the woman's vaginas. It's going to go in someone's mouth. It's going to start a whole thing. No, it just goes on the ground. I will say that this movie has okay long gags. Mm. Like the gags are all really long, Mm. but then you you can tell how much they filmed of this movie. Mm. But like. They had like a mountain of footage for like yeah, nothing Yeah, they cut it happening. down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, and you're watching it and you're like, I know this is a short movie. This is like a less than 90 minute teen comedy basically. You could cut why, this Why do they have to have the joke happen and then still happen for like two mm-hmm. more minutes? Mm-hmm. Like he's really choking, he's choking. Yep, he, he can't swallow this boiled lolly. Mm-hmm. Two more minutes. See, why, could, why couldn't they have done two minutes of the um, lolly jar, like bringing all the lollies out when he picked it? You know, that could have been a yeah. good two minutes. Mm. It still was a good thirty seconds because <laughs> yeah. they like held it yeah, and then they like right. took turns holding <laughs> this brick of lollies. Break a single. Yeah, 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 actually, you're right. It was too long. Anyway, they they do have a good time. It does a quick montage where they're like hugging in a photo booth and partying and uh, I don't know, drinking and dancing mm. and. Doing, they play there. Twister at one point. Yeah. It's yeah. just like it's just showing it's playing some song. Getting pretty it, hot and heavy. It yeah. just gets to the point where they're all smoking, smoking the hookah. hookah. But that's mm. tobacco, Wait, right? But they're yeah, just, c- but they're really well, stoned. Well, yeah, or, or it's opium. <laughs> yeah, maybe it wasn't. I, like one of them said it was tobacco, but I thought that was kind of a joke. Yeah, that they thought it was tobacco, but it was actually something a little more. Uh, 
But they're doing like something. the the <laughs> movie version of being stoned, aren't they? They're doing like the like we just can't stop giggling, and yeah. then like I don't even know what I'm saying, and one of them's like, "Imagine if you've like married me," and they're like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh," and then they're like, "What? Well, I think- Did I just propose?" And then the literally cuts to them getting yeah. married. They so. get married. They get married. They get married, and the priest. I don't know what to say about the priest. I just. They inserted oh, yeah. a terrible like. Well, it, it's oh, there's like, the priest, and then there's like a, it a woman with a to singer. the side singing. Yeah, there's a woman singing, and it's very like typical gospel solo. Black but she's woman like singing. improvising, kind of just around the theme of like church Love gospel songs. And yeah, it doesn't Lord sound like she's staying in heaven. any particular key. Yeah, yeah. but then he's just like he cuts her off. He yeah, just, like oh, we're. we're Beautiful voice, but uh, not much of a face. Just kind of like <laughs> yeah, yeah. completely just like calls her ugly. And then he's just like, I think, what was it like? Like what a day to fall off the wagon. Like yeah, look yeah. at this kind of freak show. Oh, and he, he's yeah. like, is he smoking when it first cuts to him as well? Oh, he's, he's like, oh, no, he's, he's taking a swig of a oh, he's swigging little, his flask. Yeah, flask. Yeah, that's right. And he's just like a, 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 you know, one of these kind of Southern black Baptist preacher type guys who you think is a one-off for this scene. But whew, let me tell you. <laughs> He comes back but he also, at like, one he, point. He gives his like opening statement or whatever to the um, to the audience. What do you call an audience at a? Is it a procession? Mm. Yeah, gatherers, wedding guests. Yeah. Anyhow, he, guests. Gi- he gives he gives his talkie to the peepee, and he says <laughs> like, dick. yeah, he talks to his dick. <laughs> And and he's talking about what is love and this is love and love between man and a woman and even love between woman and woman. I like that in particular. And then yeah. like, oh, he's a horny priest. Yeah. And then he talks about, and what about that monkey love? I like me some of that. And he keeps going on about how he likes to funk, fuck monkeys for like 20 seconds. <laughs> was that what he was, <laughs> yeah, he was saying, getting well, on I to think say? So. It was like monkey love, man. Uh, you know, don't. Because he didn't say that, but I was like, was it like monkey style loving or he wanted to fuck a monkey? Maybe there's a page in the Kama Sutra that I've skipped, (laughs) but I don't know. So for those who don't know much about priests, they're celibate. They don't actually have sex with people. So to see a horny priest is like a reversal. And comedically, that guy shouldn't be like that. What was he doing at a weeding? They should have had gardeners there. Yeah. I mean, if they were going to do all that weeding, then they should have probably had. They get married. They get married. <laughs> but wait, <laughs> no, no, wait, 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 wait. Wasn't there a wasn't there a shot of like an Asian gentleman as in the guests? Yeah, who was wearing? Yeah, a, they, they, wearing they like did a, like a, a close rice up. Hat. He was wearing yeah. a rice yeah. paddy hat. They had a close up on him whenever the priest was talking about monkey love. Yeah, and then they'd like cut to him and he'd be like pulling a strange face and yeah. I didn't really understand. Also, yeah, all the people in this Everybody procession there. were not friends of the main characters that we knew. They were like, it was as if you hired a costume yeah. company to come to your or party like or like extras from yeah. a movie. Yeah, so there's guys in clown dwarves. outfits. There were clowns. There's, there's just all these different random people and you're like, why are they getting married in front of like 30 strangers? Well, that's the thing. The, well, the only one of those wedding guests that comes back is the guy in the rice paddy hat but he... Like, there's no like, cause he's uh, turns out he's the gardener, mm. but um, so he that's why he was at the weeding. Okay, I didn't um, realize that was him, and that's he should be at the weeding because he is a gardener. That's exactly and it's in right. In his garden, like, but a, yeah. I mean, he's amongst the working. crazy crowd, it just didn't really. It just seemed like mm. that they were trying to like randomly. Were they meant fill to be up. friends of theirs from the orphanage, perhaps? They look like Vegas types, if you know what I yeah. mean. I don't know if you boys have ever. Rolled dice down at Vegas. I I'm, trying some, mm. I'm trying some new you sounds. I'm trying some new sounds. You haven't either. That You've one never was, been that there. That one wasn't as good as. <laughs> I do like. 
<laughs> I can't get to it fast enough. So there's always a big gap between me talking and. I don't know if you it. guys have been, but that's because I haven't been either. <laughs> I haven't seen I you guys. See I think it's none of us have been to Vegas, have we? No. And if um, we had, I tread would, the boards. It would stay. It would have stayed in Vegas. Mm. Right? I fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Lost if you papers. No. Yeah, I, I did a limbo mean. competition. Mm. Anyway, they marry them. They consummate the marriage via oh, um, that, funny oh, sex that is montage. A funny scene. Because the men don't want to have sex with the old women. Again, a reversal. In my mm. history, mm. men always want to have sex with the women. Isn't but in this so? one, they don't want to. Isn't but they know so? they have to. So it's sort of like a bit of wordplay in there, isn't it? Yeah. So we get two <laughs> sex scenes at the same time. We got Shermanator with his old bride. And she's like, can I cover you in whipped cream? And he's like, okay. And then the and other one. that is one, so sarcastic. Yeah. And then the other lady, uh, Fran Fine's mum, is having sex with hot stud cow. And that is so ironic. And she's... She's uh, dressed in a nurse's outfit and makes him have a lollipop and it yeah. plays that lollipop song. <laughs> that is he's, he's dressed up like a little boy. <laughs> like a little boy. It's absolutely identical. <laughs> that is such a coincidence. <laughs> but yeah, she likes the role play. She likes, she to, likes play to role play. Role. She likes to play role and the other one likes, likes to play. She likes a roll call as well. Yeah. Every but, morning. I present. Mean, it should be the other way around when you think about it. I mean, yeah. in terms of their he physique, should be she the should nurse. be the one interested in the food. And oh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> yes. She should be the one in yeah. the role play. Morgan's right there. Yet saying. another reversal. That's what I'm saying. It's, <laughs> so, That's what I'm going to say. So I mean, not only do the, does, does, more, though. We does want the skinny more. one... I don't say The skinny one covers Shermanator in whipped cream and you're like, oh, this is getting a bit kinky. And I'm just unzipping my pants when it turns into a funny scene and she covers him in like sprinkles and yeah. banana and yeah. chocolate sauce and she's just turned his stomach into an ice cream sundae. Into a sundae. Mm. I'm so easy it's a little like bit Sunday like Bolero morning. in that way. Yes. Not as sexy as the honey scenes no, in Bolero, but, but also more same. disgusting. That's why I'm yeah. easy. Because the person like was older. Morning. Yeah, That's and we don't like sex. old people. Mm. They're gross. Not when they're having sex. All right, so they consummate the, the marriage. And it's very funny, but they don't. Then we cut, they then die. We, cut, we cut to outside the nice house that they're yes. all living in, and you hear like one of the you hear Stifler number one wake up, and he's like, Stifler number two. <laughs> and Stifler, Stifler number two is like, Stifler number one. And then they both like say something like, oh, oh, and they start screaming. Right, that, that's essentially what I took you're away. You're hearing from this from yeah. outside this is all the from house, outside. and they run down the, the the stairs and they jump into a pile with a, a bunch of teddy bears. And then it's Stifler's in pajamas. You know, yeah. it's like bananas no. in pajamas, but mm-hmm. yes, it is stiff one and stiff two. Right. Yeah, nope. Thanks, yeah. guys. Where we cut to? Then we cut directly to like funeral. Yeah, and what do you call the audience that turns up for a funeral? Yeah, a party. So the wait, people that are awake. Yeah, at a wake. I don't know. The wake. There's like one person in the audience. Yeah, for that's the funeral. right. No one cares that they're dead. Uh, it's a joint I'd, funeral. I'd call it uh, a meatloaf fan. I uh, get it. Because every mm. time you go to a meatloaf concert, could be could be a funeral. Uh, Did people die at a meatloaf concert? Is that no? It's just I've seen meatloaf uh, on stage, and it's like a funeral. He, it doesn't seem like he's doing if, well. If you're oh like, right, because yeah, yeah. he like. Collapsed and stuff. Okay. Well, yeah, no, he's he's collapsed like eight times on stage. Oh, so meatloaf. a meatloaf yeah, fan no. going to a meatloaf concert is what you call someone going to a funeral. Yeah, I guess that. That's what yeah. I was saying. <laughs> I guess. Does it have weight? Well, Ooh, there's just, there, there are people that have died at like Limp Bizkit yeah. concerts, yeah, Guns N' Roses sure. shows. Mm. Like, well, that's just commitment. Yeah. 
that's just, just rocking that hard. That's and also just, getting crushed by the audience. That's called new rock and roll. Or, <laughs> I call it. <laughs> be sick I call it uh, an orgy waiting to happen. That's yeah. what I call it. the group of people. Waiting in, in the brain. That's actually just what I call, I call it. A, an orgy waiting to happen. Just, mm. just, just one Hayden of those days. Happen. It's just one of those days. Welcome back to 104.7. We're asking our callers, what's the best orgy you've nearly died at? Morgan, can you tell us yours? You've called in. Hey, I asked the questions here, buddy. What was your best orgy? Come on, tell me. Tell it to me straight, Well, Jack. I'm not telling you mine until you tell me yours oh, right after the break. I don't like the way this is working out. You're All replacing right. Nigel, and it's, it's not going to work for <laughs> and me. And this is the Mark Holden Touchdown Hour. We're asking, oh, what's oh. the best orgy you've ever been to? Uh, hi, my name's John. I went to the OG and I'm bringing orange juice. And now you say the same thing. Then you, after orange juice, you say a different thing that you're bringing to the OG. Hey, it's me, Scotty from 104.7, and I'm going to the OG. I'm bringing orange juice and Black Thunder Van. <laughs> okay, I'm still me, and I can't remember my cack name, John. but John is Garfield. bringing the Garfield to the shopping list. And Black Thunder. All right, Thunder. shut the fuck up. The sky is oh, about to no. start. Ten, nine, eight, seven. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> get down the Black Thunder cans and you can get all the free shit. Uh, Did I tell you that one time Black Thunder came to Chisholm Shops everybody. and um, my brother rap battled like a – he was like 10 years old and they made him freestyle rap battle like a like an 11 or 12-year-old kid from our school just in the car park of Chisholm <laughs> Shops to what? get like a can of Pepsi or something oh, from no. Black Thunder. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was one of the one of the stabbings that they had to manage <laughs> very carefully. What's a Black Thunder? What is a Black a, Thunder? It's just a ute that they drive around. And yeah, you get like called? a calendar oh, or – loud. But what, why is it called they paint that? It, it has a Black Thunder – Sticker but on what it. What the yeah. fuck's Black Thunder? Yeah, what you just is hear Black, Black Thunder, Thunder, and they give a they give a clue where it's going to be in camera. Yeah, no, I know, I know what Black yeah, what, Thunder what is, but I don't understand it? where the name has come from. Black. That's just. Thunder. What... <laughs> 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 yeah, sorry. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Black Thunder. <laughs> You've been Black Thunderstruck. Uh, I'd love to hear from cameraman who likes um, a bit of rock and roll music. Um, and he's a little bit country. Is, is he here? I don't know. Is that <laughs> one of your characters? Isn't that one of your characters? Yeah, yeah. Cam Baron Man who likes rock and roll. Likes, you know, certain awesome. bands yeah. like ACDC. <laughs> yeah. He'll send it in the group chat, but yeah, he won't do it online. He's too scared. <laughs> he's too scared to do his character. He knows that there's nothing to it. It's <laughs> just saying. Squeeze anything <laughs> out of it. There's nothing there. Well, I mean, why would I be listening to 104.7 to begin with? I mean, the only reason I came to this regional town was to discover... Oh, hey, guys, by the way, have you heard the new uh, Arka Daka album? I hear it's absolutely mint, professionally mixed, and Brian Johnson's voice is absolutely stellar. What do you guys think of Arka Daka? <laughs> you know what? It's growing on me. What do you guys think of it? Okay, what if the singer of... The second singer of ACDC then went and directed films like Brick, The Last Jedi, and Looper. Mm. Would he then change his name from Brian Johnson to Ryan Johnson? Mm. Filmmaker Ryan Johnson. 
What about you know the Mitch? You with me? Ryan Johnson directed. Yeah, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> yeah. one. These two, guys aren't going to give me any support. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm just trying to think of more name based jokes. I th- I thought I had oh, weight. That's with- why you were just blanking. <laughs> yeah, you're trying like, to top me. Was like, I've, been, I've been trying to come up with plant based jokes because yeah. I'm going vegan. <laughs> I don't do names anymore. Okay, ha- ha- okay. I love that. I, I've got Ronnie, Ronnie James, <laughs> Ronnie Johnson half hour. No, the Ronnie Johns Dio half hour. Yeah, that's from twelve episodes ago. You piece of shit. Thanks, man. <laughs> Did we already talk characters. about how uh, at an improv competition the Ronnie Johns half hour guy was? I don't think we have judging. talked about it, but oh, maybe we did. It was Jordan Rasakopoulos. Jordan right? Rasakopoulos. Yeah. Right, right. And they, um, yeah, Morgan and Jim were in a national theater sports competition. Uh, I didn't make the cut. Uh, everyone else in my band did. Jared was there too. I just stayed home. They went to Newcastle I mean, or something. You, did you try out for it? I tried out Aww. and I got rejected. Yeah. For Matt Pop, I believe, took my spot in the team. And maybe Lachlan. Yeah, oh, he was always going to make it. He, he was, was, he was good back it then. Was, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> they did theatre sports and I'm telling the story and I was not there. I don't know why. I'll give uh-huh. you the story back. Hey, you so can I hear more about how you didn't get in? Like, did, did like a large group of people apply and then like they were like, you guys get in and then you, Morgan... There like, was not a large group of people. It was like a five-man team and I yeah. believe six people tried out and I would have been the sixth <laughs> but, man. Like who was judging it? Our drama teacher. Oh, in high school. okay. Yeah. I understand. Now. But she had. I no... thought that like there were six of you, and she the other five were like, "Get the fuck out, Declan." We think it's a... <laughs> she didn't Pentagon have the entry sucks. point to Declan's subtlety because oh, so Declan annoying. wasn't in the same drama class. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't really know me. Like these guys yeah. had an in, yeah, but so, also I but just bombed the audition. You might. You, know? you might argue that good. if you were any good, you would have won a Oh yeah, no, I argue that. I did argue that. I argued that every <laughs> night when I hated Jesus. Well, you got, into, said... you got into the debating club, which was the other <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And the five of you did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were busy. Yeah. With... The thing with that was they actually rejected everybody and then you had to argue why you deserve to be in and you guys just walked off. And I was like, no, I, I don't have the drama club. This is all I have. And they were like, fine. Anyway, long story short, Morgan and the boys went to the national finals of this and uh, I believe they did some sort of offensive gay joke. No, I think Jim, who is Asian, was doing an Asian stereotype. And therefore gay. (laughs) A gay Asian stereotype. Yeah, and then uh, the guy from Ronnie John stood up and said, I'm gay and I didn't like that (gasps) sketch about the Asian thing. Really? No, he didn't say that I'm gay. But he did say say that he didn't like Jim. But was he a judge? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can just stand up in the audience. What did he say? Oh, that would have been better. What I can't did he remember say? exactly what the sketch involved. Like in front of an audience or something like this? Or was it just yeah, like... Yeah, like situated was it, in the okay, middle. Was it like, was it was like Australian Idol? Thank you. Idol. Yeah, okay. We had was a, Dicko a panel, there? panel of judges. We had Dicko, Dickinson. What about Marsha? I love her. She's so kind. We had, there were, She's so Heinz. She's so Heinz. Heinz baked beans. <laughs> we, used to, we used to have to play this, this really bad warm-up game in an improv called Big Booty. Big booty, big booty, ah ah, big booty, big booty, number one. And then I pass to another. And then you go number one, number Number two, but you can't pass to the person next to you, or Or the person who just passed to you. Yeah, right. So glad. So it's like thinking on your face. And then at the end of it, if you lose, you go, you suck. You suck. Uh, 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 you you suck. suck. Which is the best part of drama class. I yeah. think I remember what I did during oh, the, the, the quote audition class, for this theatre sports as well. Yeah. Jesus. I was smoking bongs. Wait, what yeah. was it? We had, we had to audition? Did we have to do it, like They basically just played a few improv games. And again, there's like six of us here and five of us are going to get in. So mm. it wasn't really like a high stakes audition. 
Um, and they made us play like space jump. Oh, yeah. And I think my go-to was like, you, you know, you go space jump or whatever and then you like, uh, you introduce a new scene and that puts everyone in. And I, oh, this hurts to say, but I think mine was like, I'm on top of a helicopter blade <laughs> trying to balance. <laughs> I think I lost. I think I was out right there. <laughs> I think I was like, okay, we've seen enough, everybody. That's pretty good. I mean, that's a hard one to start with. So wait, yeah. What actually happened at this? Well, yeah, so tell me more about how this guy who had a TV show, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was on the air uh, at the time. I, I mean, like I think he thing. was pretty delicate about it. He said, like, when you're up on stage and this is probably new to you guys, I don't know, you're just having fun and, you know, you're just exploring things and that's great, but you do want to just tread lightly around certain things like race and sexuality and things like that. And we were just... We didn't really get it because... Everybody laughed really hard at that <laughs> yeah. Like it was really. Funny. But what was the joke? I don't. Like, I don't remember. It was oh, just okay. like you know a silly scene where Jim was playing an awful Asian stereotype. That okay. was the joke. He was yeah. just yeah. making fun of. His so when off. you get that uh, constructive feedback, do you just go, okay, um, we're only sixteen, <laughs> so we Lachlan we think did. shit like that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lachlan probably did. He probably responded just like that. But no, that like that was the talk of the town that night, that scene. That was oh, like, really? Yeah, that was the scene. So everyone yeah, was like, course. don't take it to heart, man. Like that scene rocked. <laughs> yeah. I do. I'm just envisioning like the log cabin with you, the fire on and everyone time. that was in the competitions, like <laughs> yeah. having martinis and stuff after yeah, the show yeah. and stuff and yeah. chatting about it. Yeah. And they're going, when oh, he said love Morgan you long time. Quinn from the <laughs> Funny Asian Joke Troop. How are you? <laughs> that was when I first pulled out Cameraman Who Likes ACDC. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and that was why they let you back into the competition and you won it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you didn't, you didn't win the national finals though, did you? No. You came last because of that. I think what, is the infl- what is the inspiration for Canberra Man who mispronounces Akadaka? <laughs> Uh, I think it's just the idea that come of, from? of a guy walking into a country pub uh, and yeah. just being like, how do I Trying relate to, to these people? Yeah, I know they don't say the f- ACDC. <laughs> I know they use that yeah. funny the nickname. The first thing he would do was try to say Akadaka. He's like, I'm going to break out this. I'm going to yeah. break this out. I'm going to mispronounce Akadaka as Arcade. No, I understand the joke. Yeah. Where did it come from? From that. From, from just thinking about it. <laughs> but why were you thinking about that? No, no, no. He's, he's asking that? what sketch show did you steal it from? What existing <laughs> yeah. piece how of material do, have you made? How did I do it? But yeah. wait, is the Canberra a magician thing... never Is the fact that he's from Canberra like a part of it? Because I, you know, I think Canberrans have a kind of an accent mm. of, of types, right? Like they're a little bit posher or... Yeah, yeah. pronounce things It's nicely, just that right? a little bit... I've, I've probably seen it around when you, when you see like... Two people of a similar age group and probably gender, but they're from different parts of the country and they're trying to relate to each other. Huh. And if the Canberra man is in the regional or like the country man's town, yeah. when you like see, Queenbian. yeah, he's in his home sort of thing. And the person in the country town is totally at ease with himself and his environment. And this other guy's trying to fit in and he's like, oh yes, I've just been down to the, um, the fishing spot just down there. Saw a little whiting swimming around yes. in the, in the um, thing yes. there. That that sort of thing. It's very cringy. Cool. Yeah. And where do you get your shoes from? Uh, the Canberra man. Oh. <laughs> do you remember the Ball's warehouse? Do you remember the shoe Ball. shop down in Arendale? As a, yeah, and I remember the man, the bald man with the round spectacles yeah. that would serve you. Yeah, I remember that guy. He looked like the guy, the Friday night funny man from um, Frontline. Yeah. Yeah. So, or what a, do you um, think of that? Or a weird owl type. Put that in your pipe and smoke. Mm. 
That's put that pipe down. Put the pipe down. Put hey, the pipe is this down. funny? Mm. Listen, no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out later. Welcome to Is This Funny with your host, Hayden Quinn. The year is 1972 and the boys are on the move again. Um, this isn't what I was going to ask is is funny. I can tell. You, obviously, you've muted your mics and you're <laughs> laughing. <laughs> I've left. I'm downstairs. <laughs> Just remember, guys, down. write that email about who's your favorite and listen. Uh, tell me. Who who does too much of that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> who does too much? Shut up. Can we talk about that Andrew O'Keefe video oh, that yeah. we sent oh, to the right. chat this week? Yeah. The tasteless joke. <laughs> so you guys know how we love Andrew O'Keefe <laughs> when he interviewed Dylan Lewis and dropped the end bomb <laughs> on him out of nowhere. Uh, turns out he's also dropping the fist bomb. <laughs> The fist what? bomb? You can't. The fist bomb. <laughs> you can't. Allegedly, according to oh, national no. news sources. He, yeah, oh. no, and he's... then besides that, we were watching videos of him just being super drunk on, on the like sidewalk. Street or yeah. something, yeah. And like talking to strangers who I guess were filming him with their phone like 12 years ago. Mm. But yeah, he ends up just laying in the gutter for like a long time. <laughs> it's awesome. He's, he's lying in alleyways, smoking cigarettes, just yeah. like lying on his back, but still talking in that... <laughs> In that yeah. same, like, Asking people if they want to take hey, the deal right, or not. Hey, where are you going? <laughs> you know, like, and then at the end, he gets in a stranger's car, and they're like, "Andrew, you can't just get in a stranger's car." And you can just do like, "It's me, Andrew O'Keefe." And they're like, "All right, hop in," and they just zoom on. That's fucking awesome. Do you reckon man. we could get convince him to come onto the show like he's crashing it? Like, can oh, just get him drunk, like, good. around people recording. And we so should he's definitely like, extend Oh, that. what's this? Yeah. Hey, guys. We talked about Here's this a deal in the for you. Dr. Ray episode. That, we? Yeah, that we wanted we to try and get him as a guest. And I believe we've made no headway and also put in zero effort yeah. into making it happen. Well, he's got to put in the effort. I'm <laughs> yeah. sick of reaching out to OK. Well, there's two sides. To, you know, it's like two-lane highway, right? We've already yeah. name-dropped yeah. him, like, five times yeah. on the show. How much more... Does he need? Come on. I mean, he does Is that have the phrase two-lane highway? I think it's two-way street. But, you know, it's a two-lane uh, highway. Yeah, it's we a two-lane street. Yeah. Uh, where are we at? So they the got married. That's all they've done. They've got no, married. Yeah, no, no, they've tried to they kill each other. No, no, no. They woke up and they're dead and they're at a funeral. And then, and then he goes home and for some reason now he's having this party. This is Cal and he's with this blonde bombshell, this uh, model in a bikini yeah. by the pool. And she's all like, oh my God, I love you. Do you want to hook up? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, but what about uh, Betty? And he's like, who the hell's that? It's like, that's your wife. She just died. And he's like, oh yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, she, she goes down on him and then he wakes up and the whole thing was a dream. And the two ladies not, are not dead. But they're actually sleeping in bed with them, just and, like Pink. And the fatter one is uh, snoring. She had an album called "I'm Not Dead." Uh, oh, really? Yeah. The fatter one. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I didn't realize the point of body shaming. Mm. Anyway, she's farting in bed. Either. That's what I meant to say. Not the fatter one, the farter one, because she's she. He wakes up and she's still there and she's <laughs> farting. She is <laughs> farting, and later on they're sitting by the pool. <laughs> And she says, watch me swan dive. He's like, I'm watching you. He's like, are you watching me? I'm watching you. And then she swan dives into the pool and she appears to be dead. And yeah, he starts she, fantasizing She kind of again. floats ass up 
to the water yeah. face down. And she's there for like a good 20 or 30 seconds while he fantasizes about what his life's going to yeah. be like. No, he like stands bombshell. up and it's playing triumphant music mm, and he's yeah. like, oh, this might be it. She might actually be dead. And then she farts and mm. she and she's like, sorry, I get gassy when I swan dive or something to that effect. She doesn't say that. She says any of those words. She should have. That would have made more sense. I think she just gets out of the pool and it's the yeah. end of the scene, but sure. I really enjoyed that one, the the fart when she yeah, when she farts back to life. We I forgot to say great. when it was funny because she just spent thirty seconds lying <laughs> yeah. down in water. Oh wait, no like preparing the fart for doing a gestate. Yeah, which yeah. you would clearly do under the water where there's no sound hey. and the bubbles just go away. Hey. You don't, but that's just don't me. Hold her to your also, standards. when they go on that first date and they stay at the old lady's houses, and the old lady's like, "We gotta convince them we're rich. Let's show them the old film. People mm, always right. love the film." And then they show them this old film from like the '30s that's all black and white, and it goes for a good five minutes, mm. and it's like a bad like they're wearing fake Charlie Chaplin mustaches, and it's about her dad inventing condoms, I guess, mm. and he works in a sausage factory and that's sees right. the sausage links being created, and then he gets the idea that you could put it on your wang, and they invent condoms, and that's yeah. why they convince the young guys that they're rich because mm. they're like, we own all this condom money. Now these broads. I was just thinking they're a lot like Patty and Selma from The Simpsons, but I'm going to change that and say they're more like the broads from Broad City. Mm. Agree or disagree? Yeah, add 50 years to those broads. Yep. And like... 50 pounds. Yes, yes, yes. Somebody. Is this just the quack, episode where quack, we, we quack. slide into just like old-timey sexism? Because mm. I would in. like to get the girls from Broad City onto this podcast. Mm. Andrew O'Keefe, make it happen. Mm. Can we... How do we reach out to Andrew O'Keefe? Is it just like... Does, very does, does he arms, use email? With very long arms. Andrew.okeefe at gmail.com? Yeah. What do you reckon? Just, just, hang, out, just hang out at King's Cross on like 3 a.m. on a Tuesday yeah, night. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Or go to the um, the family court and just wait for him to turn up for his next... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Have you heard of the spin-off of Deal or No Deal? And it's mm-hmm. Deal or No Deal and mm-hmm. you just stand up there picking cases until mm-hmm. you get the one with the dill sandwich in it? Mm-hmm. Hey, Andrew, hope you beat this rap. I heard all the kids think you're whack. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not where I come from. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, like there are a so few... So she farted. Yeah, she, she farted. <laughs> For the yeah. second time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, the, the, what else happens? There's just a bunch of them attempting to kill yeah. the women and the women attempting to kill them. And in, in the process of doing this, what's kind of funny is they're slowly racking up bodies um, accidentally. So the women leave, like, some po- snail poison in or some rat poison in some lemonade that they make for yep. the boys to hopefully wake up to and drink. And then, meanwhile, the, the gardener, gardener comes in completely thirsty and he drinks it instead and then dies in the backyard. I like I liked the point where they give him the lemonade and they're like, chug, chug. Yeah, and the guy's right. like, yeah, chug lemonade. Yeah. Great. And uh, But then from, from that point, that scene is like five minutes long and all yeah. it is is just like the gardener in the background like choking while they do like improv, mm. which is most scenes. Yeah. It's yeah. just like... Yeah, I mean, you can talk about, like, little things in these scenes, but, like, the, yeah. I, I don't know. This The thing was, as soon as the gardener drinks it, you know he's dead. Yeah. So you don't need to see him dying for 45 exactly. seconds immediately afterwards, like him knocking on the window. And he keeps banging, and they're like, what? Hello, yeah. hello, we see you. And he's like, ha, ha. And they're like, ah, he's saying hi for a long time. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, well, I mean, because I don't know if we mentioned that the gardener is Asian and his name is Wu. Well, here and we so go to again, these two guys, with his fucking Asian Well, bullshit. it's not me. It's these two characters are having difficulty reading his 
body language, his facial expression, whatever it is, there's a cultural barrier there. So when an Asian man dies, they just think he's waving to them. Yes, exactly. That's, that's what's going on. Just to go back to a thing that said earlier in the movie when the, when the boys meet the old ladies, I think he like sort of like does like a half bow and they're like, how Asian of you? Yeah. I just thought that was weird. Fucking weird. Yeah, I'm like, are they going to keep calling him Asian for the rest of the movie? But they don't. That's a one-off. No, no, yeah. It's just, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of things in this movie that have nothing to do with each other. Yeah. And then some things that are vaguely connected, like the Bryce Petty hat guy at the wedding. You're like, random guy? No, mm. he comes back. The neighbor who gets, like, bitten by a black mamba in one of the murder attempt scenes. Uh, I'm fine That's with right. skipping they, over that. The women yeah. sick a snake on the boys trying to get it to kill yeah, them. Yeah, they're just laying on the grass and they literally let like a deadly rattlesnake crawl through them and mm. it just passes them, goes through the yard, through the hedge to the neighbour and just bites the neighbour on the dick, kills him. Uh, the boys also do a little, you know, tit for tat. They have a go at killing the women by putting motor oil and petroleum jelly on the shower and then they come home and they're like, Hey, ladies, you haven't had a shower this morning? They're like, no, nah, the plumber's here. He's about to clean, unclog the hair from the from the drain. Mm. And then they go, whoa, no. And then you hear like the poor plumber just, yeah. I guess, cracks his head open and dies. Mm. They kill yeah. three people in about five minutes. Yeah, oh, and all servicemen, all frontline <coughs> workers. Essential workers. Essential workers. And all men as well. And as an MRA advocate, I'm not into Right. That. Right. Yeah. Mister, who's Mr. A? Yeah, Mr. Andrews I'm, as as Mr. A. Is that Mr. one of the Mr. Men characters? Um, uh, what good is a phone call if you can't speak, Mr. A? Oh, Mr. Anderson. Mr. Oh, right. So, Mr. Charles A, or should we say uh, instead of MRA, what about the IRA? Like Morgan's character, IRA Glass, mm. the radio host. Hello, welcome These. to this American life. <laughs> I am. I are a glass. You know, I've got a bomb and I'm going to blow up the studio. What about MRA glass? What about NRA glass, the National Rifle Association agencies? I'd like to talk to you about false flag operations. (laughs) Um, Whenever someone is shot in America, it is a paid actor, paid by us to, I don't know, boost up the gun lobby. Guys, this is why I didn't make the improv class. (laughs) I'm doing the um, NPR background music. Okay. Chapter one. Is the NRA real? (laughs) Nobody knows. We looked into it. And I interviewed Hayden Quinn playing one of the associates from the NRA. But I didn't realize the story was... Don't affect me. (laughs) (laughs) First, I went home, had some cereal, talked to my girlfriend. She's upset. And that's when things started getting weird. I called my sister, (laughs) but my sister was dead. Who was I calling? I don't have a phone. But I was still recording it. Now I'm going to play you that recording. Who are you? Hey, sis, is that you? Pick up, bitch. (laughs) <laughs> got a little <laughs> bit off character This <laughs> 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 American Life Oi moi glass What if it was This American Loaf And it was about bread <laughs> Would that be good? Yeah That'd be pretty good That'd be, 
Cool one. Sourdough. Good, yeah. (laughs) Delicious. Oh, you're making me hungry. You're making me hungry with all these food podcasts. I mean, truly rotten potatoes. All right, so so they try and kill each other. They take turns trying to kill each other. Uh, Both teams don't know that they're trying to kill each other. I'm seeing them. Team old woman, (laughs) team (laughs) stiffler. But what happens is... Manchester Liverpool situation. Yeah, they both... Yeah, it's red versus blue. They both are in the hall, different hallways and they're like, you know what? We haven't been able to kill him. Let's just take it to fucking level 13. We've got shotguns and you're going to... like, And the, like the two guys are like, all right, we're going to put in these ear muffs. We're going to put cotton wool in our ears so we can't hear it and also wear sunglasses inside. And then the two ladies, little known to them, are around the corner doing the same thing with shotguns who are like, we just have to kill them. We have to do it big time. And they're like, we're going to put, uh, we'll make it easier by putting blindfolds on. So then all four of them run into a room together. One pair can't hear each other and one pair can't see each other. And they're all just kind of blind shooting shotguns. And they do like a thousand shots at these pillows and feathers are flying everywhere. They're deliberately aiming at the bed because I think either, each party expects Thinks that their, they're in the bed. Yeah, because yeah. right. yeah, they all sleep in one bed. I don't think we... Yeah, but we do not yes. need you because that literally makes no sense. It doesn't, yeah. Okay. yeah. But they were wearing sunglasses. The men were just wearing sunglasses. Yeah. They, they could, could have had their eyes closed. <laughs> That's what I didn't yeah. get. I'm like, I get that the women are just shooting, it, but the, the men can see that there are women like two meters across from them also shooting. And then at this point, they kind of are like, oh my God, you were trying to kill me. I was trying to kill you. Oh, isn't that? And then they kind of like talk about it and and then they hatch a plan together. Well, first we find out that um, Lenny... And Which is Shermanator. Sher- yeah, the, the, the Shermanator and, and his and his gal who dresses like a little girl and like s- dressing him up like a Sunday. Uh, they talk it in, out they and talk they talk it fall out, in love. And then they realise that they're in love. And it's I called that shit because uh, mm. she she was the sexier old lady. Mm. And, and Sherman you know is just a sweetheart. I it, right now I'm the one that called it. <laughs> Yeah, I caught I caught Man, it earlier, really, but really quieter than the rest of you guys. And at that point, I think Hayden didn't call it though. Fucking no, I was slow on yeah. that one. That's when Cal Wilson takes Lenny from of mice and men down to the river and says, "Look at look at the mountains. Just look look out there. Look at the rabbits. That's what it think is. Think of the rabbits. Yeah. Think of the rabbits and how you didn't kill them, or how you killed one of them, but not the rest of them by accidentally crushing it. No, he he kills a mouse. Mouse. But then they're like they're gonna have rabbits on the land. Oh yeah. So and he's then, like, think of the rabbits and the and the we'll live off the fat of the oh, land. Oh yeah, because like Green that. Mile, and they keep accusing him of yeah having uh, assaulted a woman. Yeah. And that's what happens. Sexually. Um, is the what is the word he actually says in that phrase? I did not have sexual relations. Oh, with that thank one. you. Yeah. Um, I did not. <laughs> what if Jack Nicholson was present? I no, he'd just be like, I did fuck like the this. White House intern, and I'd do it again. <laughs> You're goddamn right, I fucked the intern. Maybe he came was... all over her dress. <laughs> Miracles. Miracles. So they they hatch a plan Miracles. together. The, the women and the men they team up. And they're like, we tried to kill each other, but why don't we go after uh, Uncle Walt? Yeah, Uncle with, Walt. Who's got the um, money in the safe. And so they, they, they set up this whole burg- cat burglary type heist and they break into the house. Uh, they, they let one of the women, they like rappel her down with, the, with a rope and then they drop the rope and she like goes into a, a well or something and yeah. she opens the door for him. They get into the house. Uh, 
And they're gonna they're gonna confront old Walty with some shotguns and um, oh, yeah. get the code to the safe. Get the code to the safe, which has all the money that they think is rightfully theirs because he mismanages it because he's literally crazy. Yeah. So they sneak into the house. Meanwhile, he he hears them. I guess yeah. does he? So and, he's and he has that like because he's a World War Two mm. obsessed guy. He like thinks he's under attack and puts on the whole outfit and the helmet and everything. Yeah. And he's like ready to fucking take on the Nazis. And then he stands up, ready to go downstairs and take on the Nazis, but he has a heart attack. Yes, so they confront him. He's sitting on the couch. He's sitting on the couch. You guys right there were trying to do a podcast. Okay? Yeah, dude, I'm just trying to fucking be cool. I was describing the podcast. The thing about it is got to wait for it to be solid blue. Mm. And you know what that means if you know what that Mm. means. Continue, guys. So there he is. He has, has a heart attack and we cut back to the guys downstairs and they're about to sneak upstairs and uh, there's a very funny scene where... Um, they put shotguns in his face and he's just blank facing them. Yeah. And they're like, well, you give us the key. Give us they the don't know he's had a heart attack. They can't no. even tell. They he's don't just get it. frozen Well, there. somehow he ended up having a heart attack and, and sitting perfectly yeah, in the middle that of his weird. couch. With his eyes open and like a smile on his face, mm. like a smug smile. And you kept talking about how he was breathing in every scene. Yes. Well, you his can... eyes move in every shot that they change as well. Yeah. Like at one point he's just looking into the camera. Yeah. It's one of those things where you're like, I get, that, <laughs> I get that he's meant to look dead and I get that the characters are meant to think he's dead. But the actor is breathing. His shoulders and chest are yeah. going in and out. Mm. So I don't think he's dead. No. So I'm just waiting for the part where he's not dead. And guess what? I he saw this coming. Yeah. He wasn't coming. I didn't see it coming. He wasn't, he, wasn't like be fair. he wasn't dead. He was just faking it. Or he was temporarily out of it for some reason. Mm. Uh, well, they're, they're trying to break into a safe. They pull the safe out. They drive away. And the they stick a chain. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. So they're like, we don't have the key. Uh, we don't yeah, have the code. Yeah, because he had the code to get yeah, it. So they, they attach a long chain link chain to it mm-hmm. uh, to, to the, 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 the spinny door on the front of the safe. Mm. And then they connect it to the tow bar of the guy's car. I believe it's called car. an ellipsis. Really? No. <laughs> this is the most boneheaded way to open yes. a safe. And it's also the perfect sort of uh, metaphor for the way that everything is handled in this movie. Because yeah. anytime there's a safe or a code in a movie... You can't you, just pull it off. You have to reveal it to the audience. Like, what is the code? Yeah. You know, what What does this tell us about the character that they would choose this code? Mm. But they're just going to open the damn thing? Yeah. But, like the, but their plan to space. open it is to connect something to the door of it chain it all the way outside to a car and just drive the car mm. and not like get a ton of speed and try and pull it off with that you know with the with the torque and the and they they just it's just going to drag it and yeah. that's what it does yeah, and it just it drags does. the safe through this house just gets dragged through all these walls and doors and walls. just smashes a lot of stuff Meanwhile, old Uncle Harry pissing in the bath is actually comes back to life and he walks up the stairs to hear what the big hubbub is upstairs again, thinking it's the Nazis. So he's like, I'll get those filthy Nazis in his fever dream-like state. And he walks upstairs and, of course, the fucking uh, safe comes flying out of his bedroom, smashes into him, squashes him into a wall and it kills him. So now he's really dead. I yeah. mean, I really did expect the safe to open up and him to be inside. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was weird. Like, he definitely gets crushed and they show him get smashed, but you're like, they keep talking about him being dead. 
And you're like, well, he's going to not be dead. And then the door of the safe magically opens. They don't put a code in. It's not like it's been broken open. It just mm. kind of just kind of swings, swings open. Swings open like something's inside it. And then it's just all the money that they want. All the money's yeah. there. And they're, they're like, yay. And they yeah. start dancing just, and it's raining cash. Yeah, and they just like, throw the money. And now in the air. old man does not come back. The scene fades the World out. World War One weirdo who so woke we, up and I, wondered what happened. Got crushed by the safe. And I think that they've got to cover their tracks and make it look like an accident somehow. Yeah, and there's no way of doing right. that. But no, the, the movie literally No, they'd already ends done then, that when they it? first killed when they thought he was dead from the yeah, heart attack. But now, but now there's a fucking safe that's been pulled through the house. Yeah. Like you you just like they just I know it's money. a dumb comedy movie, but like yeah. it was holding up this standard where they were trying <laughs> to not get caught and then they just seem to forget about it and it yeah. turns out that the movie They literally ends. throw money in the air and it fades. Yeah, that's And then it's it. just like months later and they're living it up. No, I will say um, just an interesting little tidbit from my life. Uh, I worked a job once where um, some people came and broke into like the back of our store. Oh, shit. And they like... they I don't know how they did it, but we had a safe with a bunch of like phones and stuff in it. We were a phone shop. And they like had like a fucking like what is it like a saw a, a big round mechanical saw circular saw circular saw and they like like sawed the door off the like at the hinges off the safe and like I, I, how do you do that you know we had security cameras we the alarm would have gone off the second they got inside there but they still had time to bring the fucking circular saw in plug it into a wall. Do the thing. Mm. We, so they, we they, had um, they knew we, what was going on. We had on like there. eight yeah, guys on the so. team, and we did, I think, six months prep <laughs> for that <laughs> yeah. job. Okay. So he used you as uh, like a, like yeah. a patsy. If you, yeah, if you remember you. correctly, you informed me oh, and the other guys. That's how we did it. Yeah, that's how we did it. How um, much? Like, are we talking thousands and thousands of um, dollars worth of like the I mean, best I suppose, new phones? No, it would like yeah, it would have been thousands and thousands of dollars, I guess, because like an iPhone is worth a thousand bucks, right? So they probably just like fucking grabbed 20 phones and put them actually I don't know what they got I don't know yeah. like like maybe we didn't have anything in there that day but I just remember thinking that the effort involved to get around the back of our store saw through first firstly like saw through like a metal lock to get into the back of the building and then break down a door and then fucking fully saw through a safe yeah crazy and then they were out of there that's a that's a huge deal. it had to be someone who knew what was in there where yeah the safe and was. now now what? it's just making me think about all the people i worked with yeah. at that time thinking like god yeah. there's someone i was working with was it like the Must guy have. who owned it had got in with the mafia or something who knows and, yeah. who knows owed someone a lot of phones who knows i don't work he's there like anymore. i'm good for it i got a safe full of phones in my thing <laughs> it's one of those safes so you can just drill the yeah. whole front door off that's right well, guys, trick question, that. gun to your head, and it's a two-part question. Uh-oh. What would you do with all that fucking money? And um, what wouldn't Morgan. you do? What would you not do? What would you do? What would you do with Name all that money? Name three things you do and three things you wouldn't do. What are the top answers for what would you do? There was a guy do? that won... Uh, um, lifetime supply of beer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa. I would not do that because yeah, I hate beer. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to just become an alcoholic no. with your money. Um, there was a guy that won like $4.8 million in the lottery in Canberra recently. Mm. And I just, th- I saw this like headline article in the Canberra Times about it. And I'm like, don't, it had, de- it didn't have his name, but it said he was in his 20s. I'm, I'm spreading all the Lives word on this now. Street. He, no, he was in his 20s. He worked for defense oh and he took the day off sick when he found out because he was like, oh my God, I'll, I'm going to call in sick today and just figure out what I'm going to do, right? Yeah, that I'm like, that narrows it down. Easily yeah. be Like identified. there are definitely going to be people that work with that guy that know who he is now. Yeah. 
and that's a like that's a good amount of money. But it said he was doing it in the one where you get like a monthly payment. So it was like you don't get it all at once mm-hmm. for the re- for the next twenty years. He gets twenty thousand dollars a month, right? Cool, which is good. Yeah, you you still have to I don't know save up for a bit to buy a house. Like mm-hmm. you got to just not spend it for like months or whatever. Yeah. But I'm like. Everyone knows this. And he said in the article, I guess, that he was going to keep his job because um, he was like, I'm not going to just, mm. you know, he doesn't actually yeah. have all the money yet. Like, it's mm. it's just like you don't have to worry about it, but you don't get it all at once. I was like, this is so much detail to put into a newspaper that will, like, fuck this guy's life up. Potentially. Like, well, I mean, I I think just if I was him, I'd probably just, like, get out of Dodge. Just, like, move to a regional area. Obviously, you're going to need a blend. Well, this is the problem a because blender, when these like, guys like move to regional areas and country thing, towns, yeah. they start trying to be relatable yeah. and talking He'd about bands. He'd get caught the second he, he says, ah, car, Yeah, he would be sent like, back. That's a camera millionaire <laughs> that fucking tried to come in. <laughs> uh, yes, it is that man. So, yeah, that's what I would not do is tell anyone. Yeah, but you'd have all the money to go out and buy all your Akadaka CDs and, yeah. and get people to tell you what the... CDs are I like. I don't know why I was actually thinking about this the other day. Like, if I had like won a huge sum of money. What's mm-hmm. huge though? Um, let's say. Well, I'm sure. I, I, it depends, right? So, what's seven percent of a million dollars? Seventy thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So. So you yes. can live off the interest of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd I'd just like let's say I won ten million dollars yeah. then, and put it in a high interest bank account, and then just treat that as my income like the interest as my income and then just live a fine life mm. and not have to go to work. And just How does that work though? Do you have day. to wait a year to have earned that interest or you're yeah. getting like a monthly... Like no, 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 yeah, you'd wait a year and then you'd... Manage. I mean, you know, you've still got $10 million in the bank, so you, you still got money. Wait, so you're not paying off your house or buying a new house or getting some new... I guess I'd buy a house... And then the rest... That's like a million dollars there, even just... Okay, all right. So I win $11 million then. (laughs) I think you're both wrong. I think (laughs) put it all on black. Yeah. Yeah. Simply put... I mean... On black. Yeah. Put it all on Jack. With Mm. the BLM movement, you've Mm. got to. (laughs) They have... Yeah, their stock is rising. They're getting more support. They've been killed by a lot of cops, but that was back in the day, and I think they're on the rise. I meant red. Oh. Ah. Oh. I mixed them up. Yeah. What's yeah. the green one? Double so zero I did zero. win like a few hundred million like mm. two weeks ago and I mm, put it yeah. all into GameStop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you work at Defense and you took the day off, didn't you? To do yeah. that. To put Keep that hearing into- about yeah. all this stuff about GameStop. Whatever happened to GameStop? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would Let's like to start a game. game. You know what I mean? I've <laughs> <laughs> been hearing a lot about GameStop. What happened to GoGoStop? Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what did happen to GoGoStop? <laughs> we need more of that on our television screens wow what a game what a game children proceed down a chessboard where they don't know what's underneath each tile and the tile tells them whether they (laughs) fucked up or whether they continue down it's just an absolute chance shit show if you mix that up with Burjo's catchphrase like when they stand on a screen or like a tile it reveals part of the catchphrase Then you might have yeah, a stew going. But they can't see the catchphrase because they're standing <laughs> exactly. on it. It was like, always so confusing. The kids didn't know what to do because half their foot was covering what was but on if the... if they step onto another square, they get zapped by the square <laughs> and the host is like, don't you move, don't you fucking move. No, you can't see it. <laughs> and the host is it's Andrew O'Keefe. Andrew, after yeah, Andrew O'Keefe. He's back. lying on his back smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just, just to play out the movie, there's like three more things that happen. Yeah. Lenny and uh, Old Woman... 
uh, it does happy. a photo wrap up montage thing, right? Or like a yeah, like they yeah. get a home together and it's real happy, and then uh, the they, guy gets to be with the blonde woman from his dreams that he's never met. But yeah, she there's still like carryover information from there. It's yeah. pretty confusing and so, dumb. Yeah, the story is like Cal just decided to remain friends with Betty. And instead he, like, hooked up with this blonde bikini chick that was from his dreams and potentially on the front of a bus ad at the beginning of the movie. But mm. really, I yeah, guess she, she, yeah, she's the, condoms, the, Munt, the, the Munt condom model. Yes. And then there's also a bit where they're like, we took the ashes of um, uh, General Walt, or who was never actually in the army, we tried to get him buried at Arlington, which is like the military um, cemetery, they said no because he was never in the army. So they just throw his ashes like over a cemetery fence. But it wasn't it like a um, it wasn't it like a, a war hero cemetery or something. That's what I yeah. They said he got rejected from one, and then maybe they just rode I past one and threw one. it over. Hey, yeah. what about this Seven Eleven Terry? Yeah, Seven Eleven Terry. Hold on, say it again. Oh, so Seven Eleven theater sports team over me. I reckon that's got that's got that's got weight. Hey, yeah. you, you and me, yeah. we're going with our characters <laughs> next yeah. year. Well, the thing is, you, you're <laughs> to some high school theater yeah. sports. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, <laughs> yeah. you weird old you man! You graduated twenty years ago. It's sick. yeah, but what about um Seven uh, Eleven Terry? Yeah. Hey, kids, what do you think? Hey, mate, it's Johnny Depp. I'm, I've uh, got my dogs in Australia, and I shouldn't good. do so. Johnny, you shouldn't do so. Australian I'm customs are not to be do so. <laughs> Johnny Depp and Amber Heard apologising uh, in that video is yeah. like so funny. Have you seen it? No. no they're they're like, like you asked me this before. No, it's we so good. Like I think to apologize. wasn't Barnaby Joyce like the head of immigration? <laughs> well, Barnaby Joyce was like, I want those dogs dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, they brought their dogs in on like a private plane and they hadn't been like, I don't know, gone through Australian customs properly. And he's like, just because you're Hollywood doesn't mean you can bring your dogs in my country. And then they they like they sued them and stuff. And then oh, it ended no. up with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard having to do this like scripted apology yeah. video where yeah. they're like, Australian customs are not something to be taken lightly. Yeah. We should all adhere to their rules and regulations. <laughs> so far. And all the Australian headlines were like, uh, the worst performance Johnny Depp has <laughs> yeah. ever given. Because um, he didn't do a very good what job. What about a new um, Australian like uh, game show called Barn or B Joyce, and it's hosted by Barnaby Joyce, and he just presents pictures. <laughs> no, Barn no, no. or B. What's he it puts his be? hand into like a wooden door, and on the other side is either barn animals or bees. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that one's bees. <laughs> All right, we'll be back after this ad break. <laughs> Barn or B Joyce. Um, oh, okay. So yep, they're the, all bees tonight. <laughs> the last thing is is uh, Fran Drescher's mum from the nanny uh, finds her role playing uh, right. uh, love. She finds a partner. In, yeah. She finally finds him in the priest yes. from earlier that was oh, had fallen off the wagon. Right. So we cut mm. to her. She's but we in only like see a tight his behind first. female oh, yeah. sexy police outfit, and we're behind a guy in a lollipop outfit. And we're like, is this Cal again? Because mm. we'd no. already see. Did you? Did someone explain yeah, earlier that that, that was scene the happened? Nurse sex scene, yeah, yeah. Sorry. And then and then it turns out to be the priest, the horny priest. Yeah, yeah. and he's like, oh, you you're probably not gonna want to see this. Yeah, he literally looks, looks down, the, down camera the camera and he's like, camera. things are about to get nasty. You ain't gonna want to see. Which this. is what he said at the wedding when they're about to kiss. Yeah, he mm. said, I don't want to see this. <laughs> 
But now he does want to see this. Yeah. He want you to see so it. then the credits hit, that, right? And when the credits hit, I'm expecting some either outtakes or some deleted scenes, some maybe some of the sexier blooper moments. Mm. And they start showing something on the side of the screen, like the credits rolling one side. And what are we seeing? We're seeing B-roll from, from the wedding scene. <laughs> yeah, and you're really expecting jarring. something to happen, but it's not. It's just like cut scenes from a wedding sequence that they filmed way too much of. So we saw it in the movie and it was like a couple of minutes. This does a full reception. There's crane shots. There's 30 extras. They they do a whole dance. They do a conga line. It gets dark. Mm, Like they literally just filmed a whole day of wedding and then they... And then they were like, we've got a lot of wedding footage that we, we are not using. And the producers are like, I spent 10 grand hiring that fucking crane. You're putting that in the movie <laughs> one way or the other. And then they put it at the end and it was not entertaining. And it looks, I it mean, nice. credit to it them, looked it like- looks... Amazing. Some of the best footage. <laughs> it is to die for. Incredible. You realize how so long ironic. that wedding scene yeah. was? It was like the yeah. Godfather wedding. It's like a Vince Gilligan wet dream. No, you know what it is? It's like um, <laughs> it's like Vince Michael Cimino's movie, The Deer Hunter. It's like a sense. Has anyone seen The Deer Hunter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That literally has like 45 minutes of wedding yeah. at the beginning of it before it gets good. Yeah. And that's what this was. It was that. Mm. But the, yeah, the deer I'm just imagining a like a really, uh, like the director just going, no, I want the whole sequence. And they're like, you'll probably just use me. He's like, no, we're doing day tonight. I want I want them to get tired. You know, when you're at the end of a wedding, when everyone's yeah. ties are loose and they're yeah. just like, it's nighttime and they're dancing. I want to go all the way to the end. And they're like, that's a hundred shots. It'll take us two days to shoot it. That's what my vision is for this movie. All right. It's the deer hunter. <laughs> This was meant to be a sequel to Deer Hunter, but they couldn't get De Niro. Is that right. like the crocodile Mow, hunter? Why do they love titty mouths so much? Uh, <laughs> titty mouths. Why do they love titty mouths? Titty so mouth, I, f- I feel like I only know that from The Simpsons. Yeah, that's people referencing the Deer Hunter. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I mean, cultural osmosis is how I experience most classic yeah. films. They're saying get back in the water cage and drown maybe. Yeah, that's yeah I only watch... Yeah, pieces of shit, and then I guess... Mm. Um, I like movies where people almost drown. I like uh, A Clockwork Orange. Mm. Somebody Don't almost drowns, dies yeah. and drowns. Aladdin, he almost drowns in Aladdin. Friday the 13th, Jason uh, drowns. Oh, Jason drowns. Yeah. Okay, I like yeah. that one. Alexander? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Which one? Jason in, Alexander. In this movie, someone almost drowns, and then she farts. Uh, <laughs> she farts, farts her way out of it. That was my favourite part yeah. of the movie. <laughs> what Anything that? that involves drowning. I love moments like that. I love moments because I know that there are people out there that The prestige. That are really... Oh, oh, she does drown. Yes. Scarlett Johansson. But there are are people out there that have like a fetish for like women farting on them, you know? And so they're watching a movie like this. And and you think it's a teen sex comedy, but this movie was like Mm. very PG-13. No no nudity, no swearing. Not many characters. So just a moment like that is like... There's a guy out there who's like, this movie fucking rocks because <laughs> Fran finds mum, lays face down in a pool, ass up, yeah. and, and just like, lets rip. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. And yeah. everyone else is not laughing in the cinema, but he's like, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He can't keep quiet. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can't keep it down. Uh, All right, let's let's rate this thing. I'm oh, gonna yes. I'm gonna jump right in with a solid three. I don't think it was ever gonna be anything else. I just thought, yeah, man, 
It's the magic number. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, solid three, he reckons. Oh. I think, yeah, solid, solid three. Mm. That's I mean, funny because just before we started recording, I, I watched you do a solid, solid two. two. Mm. So, you were playing so, Solitude. Solitude. You were playing Solitude. Well, Solitaire. Like, took a shit, Solitaire. yeah. Mm. I'm going to add that to the score. Solid yeah, three. I mean, I I, I was thinking because lo- I'm pretty sure last time I did, I did a big rating. Yeah, I saw, I, I saw you in the toilet do a big, big solid rating. rating. <laughs> That's so rating. And now I, I feel regretful on how wildly I've rated some of these movies because mm. now I don't have any kind of mm. scale that makes sense. No. It's like a like a Terry Gilliam movie. It's all <laughs> over the place. I uh, yeah, I didn't enjoy this one. I really didn't like this one. No. I, this is one of the one of the worst ones we've watched. I, I don't know if it dragged as much as some of the other ones. I don't though. think like it did. Folks no. was fucking that's horrendous. Yeah, it was better than folks. Some of them, what, but it wasn't funny. Like it wasn't really at all funny. And some of the ones that haven't been funny have been more funny than this one. Yeah. So I give it a three. I think that it didn't drag because it. It had that optimism throughout, like, this is going to end very soon. Yeah, exactly. They can't possibly throw another spin It was fast goal. enough. I mean, it wasn't and, fast and enough, I, but it was fast. I don't think I hated any of the performances either. Mm, like, there was yeah. nothing... Yeah. Like, the, the the scenes were long, but the performances were pretty good. Oh, yeah, Friends the writing mom, was just not funny. Friends' right? mum did nah. make me sick sometimes, like, nauseous. Because mm-hmm. uh, of uh, sexy... Sexiness? There was one particular part where she literally reached into her cleavage and started pulling out her, her breasts and it was just the, the tone of it was not was not right. Was not right for the movie. Like it wasn't funny. You know what I mean? Like it was meant to be it was meant to be amusing. Yeah. But it was just kind of sickening. What's your score? Two point five. 2.5. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give it a 4.7. I'm going to give it a 3.9. I thought it was slightly better than you guys did. Serviceable? Yeah. Is that the end of the podcast? Yeah, serviceable? No. No, good. Right. How would that sound, Morgan? we did it we did another podcast thank you so much for listening to truly rotten potatoes the podcast all about the movies you don't want to watch next week we don't want to watch we'll be either. watching super babies colon baby geniuses 2 we'll be watching a Sorry. super babies colon <laughs> Have you guys seen Baby Genius 1? I've seen no. Baby Genius 1. Ooh. Maybe as a child on a VHS. No, no I never saw Have you guys seen VHS. Baby Genies It one? was either that or it was Cats mm. and versus Dogs. <laughs> yeah, Cats and, cats uh, cats and, and dogs, dogs was around. 10,000 years, give you such a crick in the neck. I'm the genius baby. <laughs> that's the opening. <laughs> that's from Aladdin, isn't genie. it? Yeah. Um, what would Robin Williams in Baby Genies sound like? <laughs> baby Genies. Hey, woo, ha, uh, woo, I don't know if I... How do you do a young well, Robert? Well, we've already watched a baby talking pants? movie. We've watched <laughs> Look Who's Talking Now. There was yeah. dogs and babies talking. You want to watch Look yeah. Who's Talking Now? I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, yes, yes. End transmission. <laughs>